This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Great day for talk radio. By way of a follow-up to, I guess, some of the things that were uh, being proposed by Andrea Horvath, leader of the official opposition in the legislature, Rocco Rossi has joined us, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Rocco, you staying healthy? I I am good, sir, and I've always dreamed of being Conrad Black's warm-up act. <laughs> All right, well, better than following him. let me ask you about something andrea horvath was saying and see if you subscribe to uh there are a lot of interesting things in here and i think you guys there may be a meeting of minds but a 75 percent rent subsidy up to ten thousand dollars a month for three months for businesses who have had a substantially lower income as a result of the virus uh make sense to you uh, we, we share a lot of things in common in this main in the Save Main Street package that um, uh, that Andrea and the NDP have put together. Uh, we've been in conversations with them. They've been very open um, to uh, to listening, and they're hearing from their small businesses and their ridings the same thing we're hearing from our members, and that is Main Street is bleeding. It's bleeding badly, and most of the programs that are on offer right now really don't help them directly. The, the wage subsidy, they, they often can't, um, can't the, the criteria don't make sense because if you've been forced to shut down, being offered a 75% wage subsidy when you can generate no revenue uh, doesn't help you at all. Being told that we're gonna defer taxes or interest payments, while nice, uh, just means you've got a bigger bill at the end of the day after whatever length of time you're making no money and then being told not to worry, you could just borrow more money. A, not everyone even qualifies. uh, And B, many of these businesses have already invested their life savings. They've, They've mortgaged their homes. And so help is needed cash today and rent and utilities are the, the, the number one and two, followed by insurance, that that people are looking for some real help on. All right. Uh, let me just focus on the first one. The primary concern seems to be rent relief. And that's why I spoke of the subsidy up to 10 grand, 75% of. Uh, but you've even got this offshoot group that just started up, uh, Small Business Relief uh, or whatever it is. Uh, they... Uh, say that this is something that is obviously uh, going to put a lot of folks out of business unless we get immediate, immediate rent relief. Uh, how would we achieve that? Who's missing the the boat on this? Is it the feds? Is it the province? Uh, where could this come from? Look, every uh, government has to do uh, their part, and every government, every level of government have said, um, look, that was the first package. We're looking, we're listening. We want to know where the big uh, pain points are. Um, and quite frankly, in the uh, economic update that Minister Phillips recently did, uh, he said, look, this is installment one. We're, we're going to do what is necessary. And they built into uh, the budget historic levels of contingency. Uh, and we think one of those areas that they should be looking to use that contingency fund is on the rent subsidy issue. Interestingly, the government of Saskatchewan just announced a $5,000 one-time payment uh, to small businesses that are shut down in that province exactly to help 
uh, with these bills because the revenue ain't coming in, uh, but the bills continue to come in, and these businesses have burnt through whatever cash they had on hand. Yeah, but if your rent is ten or twenty grand a month, and you know uh, the best that they can do for you, the feds anyway, with one of their programs, is a forty thousand dollar loan where you might get twenty five percent forgiven after two years. That doesn't cut it for anybody who, as you say, doesn't have income coming in. Uh, they're bleeding. It's like a sieve, and you know everything is going out of the business. Nothing's coming in, uh, and you've got a loan you're going to be faced with paying back anyway. The relief has to be by way of a subsidy or a grant and substantial, doesn't it? A hundred percent. This is exactly, look, no one has argued uh, against the notion that people unemployed, we need to get money into their hands so that they can put food on the table, have a roof over their heads. You know, $2,000 a month, no questions asked. One hundred percent of everyone who has applied for that program as individuals has received it. Um, but businesses, there are a bunch of opens of, of gaps that need to be filled and a bunch of criteria and conditions and paperwork that have been put in place that make many of them wonder, well, hey, I, I get it. I want to want to uh, make sure my employees are taken care of. But you got to make sure that these businesses survive. And quite frankly, 25 33 up to 33% of small businesses in the country are at risk of not opening their doors again at the end of this if this goes longer without assistance directly to them in the form of cash on the barrel head. Let me ask you finally, uh, if you think we're hearing murmurings of opening up the economy, certain sectors, uh, are your own members agitating for something along those lines, or are they reticent because there's still fear of the health consequences? Look, all of us want to do what the science tells us needs to be done. We, we don't want to open up too early and get thrown back into having yet another period of sacrifice that we we've experienced so let's make sure we get the job done then to open it we're going to need two things at a minimum uh absent the vaccine which is still months and months away and that is far wider and quicker testing and then contact tracing so as you open it up you're able to test the workers who are coming in. You're able to then very quickly have self-isolation for those who test positive. You don't want to create another spike because we want to uh, we want to make sure that when we open up, we're opening up and we're going in one direction. We're not going backwards. And that is the danger of doing it improperly. All right. Uh, and some precincts like France, they're going to ease the lockdown May 11th. Uh, we know in New York State, the governor says the worst is over and they're looking to do it sector by sector. But again, uh, in a very uh, deliberate manner based on the science, as you say, or what they can uh, realistically or practically balance uh, health concerns with that of the long term economy and those consequences. Rocco, always exactly. a pleasure. How how 
uh, how come the worst is over? Because we're staying self-isolated. So the moment you open that up without having controls in place, without being able to test and contact trace, you're back in the soup again. We don't want that. Yeah, Ontario is going to hit its peak likely this week, according to the health authorities. So uh, we may get over that hump or flatten the curve later, but it's uh, been a lot of pain endured uh, getting there. I'll let you go. We'll talk. It's inevitable that uh, we stay in contact. So we'll uh, do it real soon. Thanks so much, Johnny. Stay strong. Stay safe. And you, Rocco Rossi, CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.